Back up, please. Hello and welcome to the 34th episode of Busy Nation, Dhando, Takko, Rokro. This is your host, Ritika, and my friend, Abhishek. Hello, everyone. It's early in the morning here in India, and... Uh, as I read, the Economic Times says that the Sensex is having multiple orgasms. <laughs> well, not exactly in so many words. I mean, it's very consistent in being inconsistent, like busy nation itself. Uh, yeah. Uh, we don't record episodes <laughs> regularly. So. Yeah, it's playing the typical ping-pong ball nowadays. Yeah. Everybody has gotten used to not getting too excited too soon because you never know how things will go in the next two weeks' time. But this time, apparently... Uh, the news has it that some foreign institutional investors have again pulled back money into the economy and hence displurge. That's right. It seems that now, one year after the uh, crisis, I think just last week, we celebrated, if I can use the word, Lehman Brothers collapse. It was exactly one year since that had happened. And now with all the governments putting in so much money in stimulus package, the financial institutions have got the funds and that is how the Indian stock market is rising because there is a big inflow of funds by these foreign institutions. I mean, India is not an exception, but I think rather it's the norm because world over all these stock exchanges are getting money because of uh, these stimulus packages. That's cool. As, as a consumer, as a retail investor, when I ask someone, is it a good time to testing? So the guy only tells me, Ek or mein ruk. <laughs> wait for another couple of months. And this has been happening for the past six months. <laughs> yeah, because people are expecting the market to crash again. Yeah, and nobody wants to stick their neck out because I've got a couple of friends who are like vice president level, very young. You don't want to go back to them after two months and say, yaar, kya, yaar, I just lost about a few thousand rupees because you yeah. told me to invest. Wait and watch, wait and watch. Yeah, yeah, and here Abhishek is showing off that he has got friends in all high places. Yeah, I am, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> it just shows where all of us are. But Yeah, so jumping straight into our topics, uh, today we bring you topics woven around a common theme of how businesses are adapting themselves to the changes in the business environment. So let's take the case of the... This, this, this sounds more like... We are launching into an MBA case study. So let's hear what Ritika has to say. Yes, there is a common right. theme to our topics today. Yeah, the MBA hangover. Let's take the case of the iconic jeans brand Levi's. So do, do you own a Levi's, Abhishek? Oh, you bet. I have got so many stories of Levi's while we were in Ladakh. You know how many... Okay, here's a question. Uh, for the 17 days that we were on the bike in Ladakh, hmm. how many pairs of jeans did all of us have? Two. Well, actually one. We, we wore the same pair of jeans throughout. And the good thing is they endured till the end and now it is more like an antique piece in my house. I mean, I'm never going to throw that off. When they say they are rugged, they are rugged. Yeah, knowing that they were all guys, I mean, mostly guys, they should have understood that there would have been only one pair of jeans. We so, cut down on the on the cosmetics part. We, we don't carry uh, <laughs> lots of sunscreen and all of that. So. So, yeah, coming back to Levi's, Levi's is now offering jeans to its customers in India with an EMI option. So, just like you buy your LCD TV and your first car, now even for all those for whom Levi's was an aspirational brand, it will be well within your reach. Well, up until two years, it was an aspirational brand because one pair of jeans cost you about 1500 if it was not in a sale. And yes. in they started this initiative in Bangalore, hmm. which I think 
is very ironic because Bangalore is a place which is filled with a young IT enthusiasts who get a lot of money yeah. as compared to other cities. I was there a couple of years ago and I tried to get a movie ticket. I didn't finally buy it because it cost me 450 rupees for a normal <laughs> multiplex ticket which cost about 200 in Mumbai on a weekend. Oh, really? So there is a lot of money out there. Yeah, let's see. But it's, it's quite innovative as they say because... Uh, I would never have thought that a brand would start saying that, all right, you can buy me at 0% interest rates. And it won't cost much. 2,000, 2,500 spread out over three months, it won't hurt. So you might buy yourself one more pair of jeans. And yeah. it could be an IT guy also. Yeah, that's right. And for that, it has tied up with uh, lenders like HDFC Bank and Access Bank. And it's very interesting how it has changed its business model to penetrate more into the Indian market. Levi's, when it started off, I've read this in Wikipedia, not that I know a lot of trivia. Uh, they were the first ones to start with stone washing, that mm -hmm. is, to give it a worn-out appearance. Mm -hmm. And also when it came down to the HR policies, they always had pay for performance, even at the job level of a shop worker. And they have air conditioning in their uh, factories to keep the workers happy, the union happy and all of it. So it comes maybe from the brand itself that they've been doing stuff which is slightly different than what uh, sweatshops, other other companies are doing like Nike, etc., which mm -hmm. got embroiled in a lot of sweatshop trouble. You know, those, those yeah. when they outsource their activities to places like China and Malaysia where they would make workers work for about 16 hours a day. Yeah, and they come in the, the wrong rights, news because of the child labor issues. Yeah, exactly. So in a way, I think it flows down from the culture itself. And now this sounds more like an MBA, does <laughs> But... That's yeah. how it is, I guess, with Levi's. That's right. Uh, but coming back to one more MBA term, uh, like many of the FMCG brands, I think Levi's has also realized that in India, it's a different market. Uh, you need to generate more volume if you want to stay here. So it brings us to a debate of brand dilution. So do you think that, you know, by doing all this activity, Levi's will dilute its brand? I think this question five years ago would have made a lot of sense as compared to what it is now. They just want to make enough money to keep themselves going. <laughs> Almost all companies. Yeah. Because I read the other day that Mercedes-Benz hmm. is advertising that they are, going, they are selling on EMIs. They have never done this before. So oh, okay. even as aspirational brands as Skoda and Mercedes, when they mm -hmm. say, you know what, let's shed the image of we being a premium brand, we have established that for about 100 years now. Yeah. Now let's just earn some amount of money in, in a time which is uh, as bad as it was back in 1929. So everyone wants to just make enough money to keep their engines going, I guess. Yeah, I think many people might have postponed their purchases because of the economic downturn. If you have been waiting for your favorite pair of jeans, then go for it. And I think Abhishek will go for it because he's already spoiled one of his jeans now. Yeah, but I need to fly down to Bangalore or Bangaluru as it is now. Uh, yeah, but I think it's launching soon enough in other cities also and I'm sure Mumbai would be one of them. Yeah, but for the next five months, abstaining from going to the movies or buying any, <laughs> this trip has had an enough toll on my bank balance. Let's move on. What else do we have? Moving on to our next topic, uh, you might have read a book or uh, you would have read the book on a website or you would have seen a movie based on the book. But now comes uh, the world's first digi novel, which combines all the three media of a movie, of a book, and of a website. Ah, how's that? Explain that to me, because the closest that I know something like this exists is there is a device of Amazon called mm -hmm. the Kindle. 
okay where you can store pdfs and dot doc documents hmm. and flip between pages okay and read the novel so an electronic novel now how is digi novel different Yeah, this digi novel actually started by a guy named uh, Anthony Zucker, who is the creator of a famous uh, U.S. television series called as CSI, Crime Scene Investigation. It, it's very famous. It comes here in Melbourne too, and even I watch it sometimes. Mm-hmm. This guy is releasing uh, this uh, novel called as Level Twenty Six. So it is a crime novel. and it invites the readers to log on to a website after you have finished every 20 pages and use a special code to watch a cyber bridge which will be like a 3 minute film clip tied to the story so you read 20 pages and to see the visual presentation of it you log on oh. to the website and see the movie so where do you read these 20 pages it's a, those 20 pages are in also on the website or no, it, on a drive in the book Yes exactly so i think he has ah. considered the fact that the future of entertainment will converge all these three media and he has gone one step ahead and done something novel oh that's cool you know how would this be just a thought hmm. right now he's had this on hard copy hmm. what if there is a device like a kindle hmm. you plug your ears while you are reading that and it will scan your eyes the way you are reading and there'll be music in the background so if there is suspense there'll be that amount of music mm-hmm. yeah you can no i mean i, I don't i don't see any response from there but <laughs> even google books is pulling all stops to generate numbers and it is aiming to create an online library that will hold almost a copy of every book and because of that it is fighting a legal battle I guess the publishing That's industry it. will also soon have to be, come up with new ideas to tackle the pressure that it is facing from this new media of internet. That's true. In fact, they are uh, wanting to copy all those books, hmm. the authors of which have died, hmm. or there is no waris or what do they say? Nobody will inherit any money if the book was sold. But uh, <laughs> somehow, I prefer the old-fashioned way of reading a book on paper rather a. soft copies so, but i guess i'm soon to become an extinct species because more and more people are reading books on net you know that's still fine that i mean even i love to read books but it's very annoying when i see a colleague of mine printing out an email which is two pages long and then reading it now yeah. you don't have to do that just because you you are very accustomed to reading and uh, you are the old fashion type and that is what they boast I like to read on paper, but then come on, you, you can't be wasting paper for such reasons for printing out emails. That still happens here in India, so you will not be an extinct breed <laughs> in the in the coming years at least. Uh, yeah, I guess so. But mm. uh, yeah, talking about Google, uh, we all know that how quick it is to adapt to changes and is constantly reinventing its products and services. Now, Google-owned YouTube is in discussions with major movie studios. for streaming movies on a rental basis and asking the viewers to pay for the movie so just like a movie normal movie rental they are waking up that all right we've we've been here for 4 years now it's time to make some money yes uh, exactly it is said according to some stats that in march 2008 youtube bandwidth cost them 1 million dollars a day hmm so the venture capitalist that is the sequoia capital group which has invested some 11 million dollars mm-hmm. and quite a bit more they are saying now is a good time to start earning money so when you go to youtube.com you all obviously see a lot of 
advertisements and relevant content and right up there yeah and, and a lot of subscriptions too where you can subscribe you can pay and subscribe for the videos yeah. i think even i read somewhere shortly that facebook has also started making money and twitter has also started generating revenues in fact coming to twitter uh, twitter has hired the ex executive of google as its new ceo yeah i think i've read that his name is dick costolo and he invented or founded the feed burner you know the feed yeah, yeah. when we release a, an episode of digination so it automatically come, comes down on your itunes yes. so he's the guy who invented it is it cool to work with these people don't you think all the guys working with google now are shifting to twitter mm. and it's supposedly the new social networking side on the internet where you only get 140 characters to say what you are doing at that, that moment and suddenly is uh, catching up you know during the mumbai attacks mm. every 5 seconds there were some 80 tweets going on okay which has an 80 messages online telling you which is the hospital where you can go to get blood and what is the situation of people out there etc so it's, it's basically live news in text do you have an account on twitter by the way no i don't i guess you have because i've heard you and aditya talking about twitter so many times on indicast yeah you should get yourself an account it's good fun sometimes yeah. sometimes it, i mean it can get boring because people post everything that they do so it's like currently i'm recording a busy nation <laughs> i don't know how important that news will be but 8 out of 10 times there is something nice out there yeah but i don't know with facebook and awkward and google reader and gtalk and i don't really feel a need of one more social networking account even on facebook is the same yeah. i guess it it requires more bandwidth than twitter and yeah. is is mm-hmm. and gives you much more information but uh, it's the same i mean people keep on updating what they are doing the entire day and stuff They're i don't like, have an argument with that yes <laughs> <laughs> that's what all these social networking sites do but yeah coming back to youtube the topic that you brought up hmm. companies like viacom etc are trying to tie up with google hmm. to get their content online and one of the reasons i suspect is to prevent piracy yes it's a little ironic you know because the viacom sometime back sued youtube hmm. in 1 billion dollars in damages because they found some 150000 unauthorized <laughs> clips of some that were viewed some 1.5 billion times on youtube because they don't actually go and visit each and every content that all of us upload i'm more concerned with how the dvd companies that mm-hmm. is or the ones who stock these dvds yeah to sell it to the consumer react like for example i remember when apple opened its itunes store which happens to be the biggest online store now walmart had almost boycotted all the music companies because itunes was a competitor to walmart an online competitor to a physical distribution channel it will be surprising or interesting to know how the mom and pop stores will react to this because if it's on youtube then it will be it will be consumed in no time yes it will come as a direct competition to the video libraries to the video on demand business and also to the exactly. dvd business but that's how it is going to be but it's better rather than people like we all know that there are so many pirated sites where you can download new movies and watch it uh, they are not of that good quality but if you can get movies at a decent price and of good quality then people will go for it in fact i believe that even big flicks which is a reliance owned video rental chain they also stream movies online oh did they start doing that already i don't yeah, know yeah some of their movies are even free of cost like some art movie or some very old movie i guess their primary audience would be nris because it just doesn't seem to stream one 10 minute video <laughs> in my house takes about an hour state of the art infrastructure when it comes to broadband 
Yeah, we should know because every time when we set up a time for recording busy nation, most of the times it is the internet issue which doesn't let us proceed oh, because yeah. Abhishek's internet is not working. And I'm still keeping my fingers crossed because I'm on Wi-Fi and it says connectivity low. So <laughs> the time factor that we just spoke about, it's pretty... I think that is what they are selling on because I read in a report somewhere that the Americans are not too happy with a few sites like BitTorrent where you can download pirated stuff hmm. because it takes an inordinate amount of time to download them. I think we've spoken about this before. Yeah. And to them, an inordinate amount of time is 40 minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. And for us, that could be a month sometimes because I, I, I know a few of my friends, they wait for 15 days to download yes. a three-hour film. So I guess at these places where, where you can just go on to YouTube and you have some time, you have the internet connection, go, click, maybe pay $2 or whatever it is and watch your dose of uh, the entertainment stuff, entertaining stuff. So I guess it will work there in the US and all these places. That's right. And if the MNCs are quick in adapting to the new business situations, then our own government-owned LIC is not far behind. Uh, LIC has declared that it will invest rupees 1 lakh crore in the equity market in this current fiscal, and it has already invested around 40,000 crore of rupees till date. Wow, 1 lakh crores. <laughs> how many how many zeros after 1? <laughs> My math is very bad, Saroon asked me. Every time if somebody says 1 million, 1 billion, 1 trillion, I start <laughs> counting the zeros. <laughs> I have got one more complaint against the internet and Microsoft Word. It does not recognize the the two words, L-A-K-H, that is lack, yes, and C-R-O-R, as a spelling. I mean, it gives you a red line. Blame the Americans. They think only their systems are always the best, so they don't even recognize the currency systems of other countries. I think they address crores in the UK, right? Don't they? Lakh and crore, or no do they talk in hundred thousand pounds? Even I, yeah, I uh, think even they talk in hundred thousands and millions and trillions. Yeah. Never mind. We've been on the receiving end so on so many occasions, but this is not <laughs> this trivial. No. Yeah. Oh. So I guess uh, LIC is no longer the public sector owned. A very of risk kind of insurance company. It has now realized the potential of investing in equity and is placing its bets on it. Yeah, I mean, and we don't uh, do anything in moderate amounts, do we? If it they said it's going to place its bet, then it has invested or it has decided to invest 100,000 crores. That is a yeah. lot of money. Yeah, in fact, the last fiscal itself, they had just uh, invested uh, around rupees 35,000 crore. And directly from that, they've gone to 1 lakh crore. So it's a big jump. And uh, it is uh, the biggest uh, insurer in India, which has a market share of 64%, and it, has, it is owned completely by the government of India. And it's going into more and more daring products, like it is launching many unit-linked insurance schemes, which are called as the ULIPs, which are basically... What is that? They are uh, long-term investment products that come with an insurance cover for the holder of the policy. So it's like the money collected as premium per annum will be invested in the market. And when my scheme matures, I will get whatever is the value of my investment. So that will be invested in the, the equity market, not necessarily, right? Uh, not necessarily. It, it, it is like, it's almost similar to a mutual fund. So depending on uh -huh. what kind of risk you want to take, it will invest in those sectors. So you can have uh, equity, you can have debt, even in equity, you can have different industries you want to hmm. invest. 
the ulips are also one of the biggest products for private insurers and they derive almost 70 to 80% of their premium collection from the sale of ulips so the lic mm-hmm. is also going that way and it has started uh, deriving more almost more than 50% of its premium from ulips now and they they have a good enough market share already and plus mm. these lic agents are very hypnotic they've got some power <laughs> they i'm not a very good investor but somebody convinced me or some of, one of my friends mom mm. convinced me to invest some 25000 rupees in in lic and she keeps following up with me you know what let's do this let's do that you you got to invest here there and i somehow cave in the, the training that is given to them must be exquisite i think mm. yeah because there are about 1.35 lic agents comprising housewives and uh, part time workers who, who are doing a pretty good job and they have got some stiff targets they have to bring in some 14 lakhs to begin with and then you are inducted and then i mean you need to keep performing so the model is based not on their full time workers but more on the agents that uh, bring them the cash so it also has to do a lot with the brand name that lic enjoys in the country i think we all may have accounts with different private insurers but we all will have an account with lic i hardly know anybody who does yeah. not have a lic insurance <laughs> no that's true that's that i agree but you, you spoke about the brand name it reminds me on kon banega karodpati hmm. amitabh bachchan about 4 years ago had asked a contestant what is the full form of lic or what does c stand for in lic mm. and the guy opted for 50 50 option that is they had only two options on the screen now mm. one said corporation and the other one said company mm. and the guy opted for company and he lost a good amount of money uh. because the c in lic stands for you know what corporation obviously so don't know about the brand name Not yeah, but it's known as LIC. <laughs> yeah, but it's known as LIC. Yeah, exactly. Like the uh, uh, Mumbai Transportation. I mean, it's known as Best. So if if you ask majority yeah. of the people the full form of Best, I'm sure they won't be able to say it. Can you tell me what's the full form of Best? Costume. Brin Mohan. Some I don't know. Brihan Mumbai. Transport. State transport. <laughs> I do not. Some Mumbai. Dash state transport. I think it's Brihan Mumbai East electricity East. and state transport. Even I'm not sure. No, see, see, brand name. <laughs> I could have googled it up, but that will take about 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, and okay. let's be honest uh, regarding yeah. our general knowledge. And nine out of hundred during school days when they had a general knowledge <laughs> test. Yeah, and I remember yeah. in most of the. Uh, in most of the quizzes that we both used to go we used to score one or two and uh, you know and then we used to don't say that out loud everyone. not everyone needs to know that <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah and coming back to our topics um, another area which is reeling under recession is the sports sponsorship most of them have dried up with companies cutting cost and the sports organizations are having a hard time hunting for sponsorships even the big daddy of all the sporting events the olympics is not spared who's going in who's going out what's the news like the uh, ioc which is the international olympic committee they have out of the mm-hmm. 11 global partnership slots that they have they have filled only 9 up till now they have recently lost general motors and home depot i'm not very surprised with general motors <laughs> pulling out after it declared its the biggest bankruptcy i guess in us history yes. after lehman brothers yes so yeah many companies are will go out because uh, i think 
and uh, Honda have pulled out from Formula One as well. Mm. Last year, I'm not sure. One of these two companies are no more in the sport because it costs you a lot. Yes. The priorities are changing, and this is in stark contrast to what it was about 10 years ago, where uh, one of the Coke executives had very famously said that whatever is static painted red, anything that moves, sponsor it. So they they were the official sponsors of the Olympics up, up until now. Is Coke still there, or are they pulling out too? Because they are the main sponsors for the Olympics every year. I'm not sure, but I did not read the name of Coke anywhere, which says that they're going to pull out. Mm-hmm. So probably they should be there. But as a saving grace, uh, the IOC has signed a contract with PNG now, and even though the financial mm-hmm. details were not released, it seems the deal would be around a size of uh, at least fifteen uh, million dollars. Ooh, 15 million, a billion, hoga, bahut zada hoga. Million. Oh, sorry, million, is it? Ah, <laughs> uh, million dollars. Sorry, billion. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. Nobody talks in billions now when it comes to advertising. My mistake. <laughs> yeah, it, it talks in billion only when it comes to crashes and scams. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is the last one? I think the last one that I read was of Bernie Madoff. Uh, there hasn't been any scintillating news since the billions of dollars of uh, Ponzi scheme loss that he announced. Uh, any other any any big news? Because you said we have marked one year of Lehman Brothers bankruptcy and the investment banking industry fall. Hmm. So it's it's time that they prop up a couple of more what do you say cash skeletons out of the closet. Skeletons, yeah. And by the way, it is uh, Brina Mum Brin sorry, Brihan Mumbai Electric Supply and Transport. <laughs> See, I was right on electric. <laughs> You are you are right on electric, yeah. Okay, so yeah. Uh, Abhishek yeah. always considers this as an indicator, and he keeps digressing. So I'll bring him back. Okay, the Olympic. I mean, coming back to the topic, uh, this uh, tie-in with PNG it involves around 17 brands uh, like the Pantene shampoo and Pringles, etc. In fact, even a few weeks earlier, PNG had signed a multi-year agreement with National Football League. and has launched a global advertising campaign which features sports stars like Tiger Woods of golf, Derek Jeter mm. of baseball and Roger Federer uh, Roger Federer of tennis. So I think PNG is seeing this scenario as a good time to invest money in costly sports events which have fallen cheap. I think either they might be an exception or very soon be joined by Unilever uh, because I suspect these guys Type their advertising campaigns according to their strategy. They just see what PNG is doing. Oh my God, <laughs> PNG is advertising 15 million. So I guess we need to up our advertising as well because FMCG is all about how how much are you in the hmm. minds of the people and all of that. Yeah, and FMCG is also one of the biggest advertisers across the world. In fact, PNG is one of the biggest advertisers and spends around eight billion dollars a year on advertising. So see here, the billions are coming in. Yeah, but I think India might be an exception where IIPM will beat all FMCG companies <laughs> combined. Just the other day, front page story, Times of India. They always seem to get the best of the advertising places in all leading newspapers and magazines. And but I don't know what the quality of education is out there. So all all you guys in India who are listening, think twice before joining IIPM. Do not just go by their ads. Do some research of yourself as well. In fact, most of the MBA colleges, I should say. Yeah, most of the MBA colleges. <laughs> yeah. So PNG uh, have had Olympic tie-ins even before. but this is supposed to be their most expensive olympics involvement yeah but we talk about the effect on sports sponsorship etc of recession what about ipl i mean it happened in midst of all the rece- uh, recession and it managed to get everything right from sponsorships to eyeballs to advertising 
and is even planning a third one now you bet you know what i think it is akin to sharukh khan in indian movies <laughs> you will never have a film which will be a flop if it has a sharukh khan in it ipl i think is a is an exception but this time it has lost its novelty it's it's been 2 years that the ipl mm. has come about the t20 format has remained uh, they are saying that now the trp ratings of a few of the kyuki shaazi kabhi bahut hi kind of serials have gone up mm. compared to the last ipl the first ipl mm. so what has happened is first time even the women switched on to ipl to see let's just see what's how the sport is and all of it but the second time they took the remote from their husbands and said enough let me get back to my serials now because it has lost that charm or the novelty so now it's the third time round so it'll be interesting to see what the steps will be what their ad campaigns will be to get that woman also hooked on yeah it's like kbc kon banega karodpati the first season did well and then the rating just kept on yeah. dipping because you lost the novelty of the plot and sharukh khan wondered why what is going wrong what yeah, wrong? i always found uh, sharukh khan's kvc to be much more uh, better than and entertaining than amitabh bachchan because amitabh bachchan i know many people are going to beat me up for this but i thought amitabh bachchan was so boring he just spoke in one tone and answered and gave the same kind of answers in the same kind of ex- with the same kind of expressions and i thought srk was funnier <laughs> i guess he's more funnier than a few amitabh's combined because amitabh bachchan was like an uncle and sharukh khan was well he's 40 also in the indian scenario he's still an uncle but he's far more entertaining yeah but even though we are digressing a bit my parents and most of the older generation they always would say you know what the sharukh khan he has gone mad all these activities that he does jumping around dancing with people <laughs> amitabh bachchan was so good he had a class so dignified serene, dignified yeah. exactly well that basu would have told him you know what here are the tips of what amitabh has done now what you need to do is just do the opposite i just need to get my trps up mm-hmm. and it's not working so do something about it <laughs> yeah but that didn't That's work uh yeah and coming back to the topic of ipl another reason i feel is that ipl is coming back too soon i mean it just happened few mm-hmm. months back and now it's again coming up in march i think many stars like salman khan are now showing interest in buying these teams too oh yes good investment the worst possible team that is sharukh khan's kolkata knight riders has already made a good enough profit to boast about so there is money in this wherever there is cricket and uh, entertainment there is a lot of money in india that's right and i guess as long as fans are happy because they get to see their favorite sporting events all is good yep that's about it from this episode of vision dando takko rokro we are signing off uh, we've digressed a little bit uh, too much maybe in this episode but would love to know your call Our website is www.theindicast.com submit stories if you think uh, they are good enough to be spoken about in the world of business so bye bye all you folks theindicast.com is the website bye bye